Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with his newest expert coming back every Thursday, Lance Lambert, Fortune Editor. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. We just got a crazy CPI reading this morning. I got to ask you, if somebody has access to all these powerful people, anybody actually call headline at 7-7 or everybody think we had an eight on it? Uh, you know, I think I uh, the the happy Hawaiian Twitter account who uh, always does forecasts, I think he had 7.6. So he was he was a little closer. Good. I'd call that a win. Yeah, I'll, let's give him a W. Um, and, uh, what this means is, uh, you know, it's obviously a little bit of good news. We're starting to see the cool down in the housing, the rent side. Uh, so the market like that, the 10 year moved down and then mortgage rates really came down fast, uh, half a percent from like seven, two to like 6.67. So that's a little bit of good news. If you make your money on transactions, maybe that's a, a, a little bit of, uh, you know, the dials went a little bit in your favor today. I think there's so much to talk about here. We're going to stay on this inflation theme for a minute. Um, what I'm telling my audience is the Fed had a good day. The Fed had a good day. Their battle, their fight's not over. This is not permission for them to stop. This is certainly not permission for them to U-turn, meaning cut. It just means they can slow down and take a breath. Is, is that a fair assumption, you think? It, it, it could be. They They could get a little concerned if financial... Uh, markets loosen up too much here. Um, if they really read into this and they're like, oh, this thing's going to pull back really fast. And, you know, th they start pricing things down. We'll, we'll know in the next week if that starts to happen, because if it does, the Fed's going to come out and make hawkish comments and try to get it back up to where it needs to be. Uh, but, you know, I think a part of this is maybe, maybe we can pull off the soft landing. That's kind of been the Moody's analytics view, maybe. But even if we're going to do it, we still got to think we're not going to. Uh, that's the only yeah. way consumers and businesses are going to make the decision. You know, the, and investors. We need people to back off so they yes. can, so we can actually land the plane. That's yeah. funny. Oh, that's hilarious. So, so when I step back and talk housing, we can't. We have to talk mortgage rates. So, you know, heading into this morning, there was more and more chatter about potentially mortgage rates hitting ten percent. I. It's certainly possible. I never thought it was probable. After this morning's reading, after what I now believe people are going to lower their, because again, not only 10% mortgage rates, but there was more and more talk about a terminal rate of six, which mm -hmm. I always thought was high. My terminal is five. I think there's more and more people going to back that down. So, you know, as I sit here today, I don't see 10% as possible. Now this can get, you know, inflation can turn around and all of that stuff, but I think we're starting to talk, take out of the realm of possibility. Some of these higher calls that people were putting out there. Uh, what do you think? I think that makes a lot of sense. Although I think the fed would like it if you were, if people were worried, if people were, <laughs> they want people to think 10% yeah. is coming. They, okay. they, they don't, they don't want people moving. They don't want a lot of housing activity. This is the sector of the economy they can turn off and that yes. can kind of kill the rest of the economy. Um, you know, uh, you know, those ones sound high, but you know, you were out saying 7% and I thought that was high, um, not too long ago. So, uh, you know, I, I, and, uh, but what it looks like now is we've gotten a little bit of good news. Let's see kind of where it goes from here. And the reason I took 10% off the table, that's just my opinion is because of something you brought up in video one. I think what we have seen is max spread. 
between the 10 year and 30 year, because that was so variable. It was so a deviation or two away. What we finally got was good news. We got people taking a breath. We now realize that, Hey, maybe we got too pessimistic that we don't have to go to six. Maybe it's only five. And if we, if five is the answer and we get 50 in December, we're at four and a quarter. It's like, we're almost done. We're almost, because again, we're going to get to the plateau. And I do believe the fed when they say we're going to be there all year, I believe them. Um, but business can start to work. We can start to collapse the spread. And if we can collapse the spread and the terminal rate is lower, 10% is not in the cards. That's kind of how my yeah. brain works. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Moody's analytics outlooks, uh, which back in April, May, they went to five, five. And then about six weeks ago, they went to six, five, and they're still at six, five through the spring of next year. And that doesn't mean that we don't go above that. That's just what they're saying is the fundamentals of the rate hikes and where the spread should be is six, six, five through spring is what they think. But so just so I'm clear, when you say six, five, is that the Fed rate? Is that the 10 year rate? Is that the mortgage 30 rate? year fixed mortgage rate is where they think that's where Moody's has been saying. Even once we went up to seven, three, they still think six, five. Yeah. So they, so six, I'm sorry. What? So six, five, 30 year money. What, when? Uh, th that's their outlook now through the spring. Oh, okay. All right. So we can hover around it, go below it. Yeah. That's what they, that's what they think based on fundamentals of where it looks like the Fed is going to hike to and where the mortgage rate spread should be. Everybody's been caught off guard by how big the yes. spreads. That's the thing. So everybody. That's the thing that got people was the spreads. Yes. Exactly. So Moody's has actually been a little, a, a little more on point with mortgage rates, but still off because the mortgage rate spread has been so big. Yeah. So again, when you talk about interest rates and spreads. You know, the other thing we have to talk about is inflation, right? Mark Zandi, somebody we talked about in video number two, one of the things he put out that I read is he thinks that, again, we'll talk about headline inflation, which was 8.2, today was 7.7. 7. He is out saying by March of next year, if memory serves, that it's going to be four. It's essentially going to be cut in half. And I came out saying, I think that's overly optimistic. Uh, I do th I do think we get to six relatively quickly with base effect and and things of that nature, supply chain loosening up. I don't I don't see four. I mean, there's so much wages, i.e. services. Stuff is thirty two percent. Services is sixty eight percent or thereabouts. I I just don't know how you get to four percent that fast. That's pretty quick. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. Uh, you know, he, he did share one chart that shows that really early next year, the the, the housing side of this should really start to go down. Uh, that there's roll a over. There. Yeah. I don't know. Um, w but what I do know is Mark does a great job on sharing his housing outlooks. So yeah. I like to look at, okay, here's what Mark thinks would happen in housing based on his macro picture. That's how I see it. What I really would love to know is where does Larry Summers housing outlook go? Because he's and on Larry, the Larry Summers for folks that don't know, please share. Yeah. So Larry is, uh, you know, he's the former uh, treasury secretary who came out in spring 2021 and said, Hey guys, we're looking at a post-World War II type inflation spike. If we do this last stimulus and we keep going with monetary policy where it's at, everybody's like, shut up, Larry. 
We don't want to hear that. You're retired. Stop talking in front of a camera. And, you know, lo and behold, uh, April, May came around 2021 and CPI got up to four and it just kept going. And Larry's view is, uh, you know, has been that he thinks we could get into a, a wage spiral situation, which is, you know, uh, in, in companies and workers essentially think that inflation's here to stay. And so workers are going out and getting, making sure they keep getting their cut. And we kind of get in a situation where it's hard to get inflation reined in. Um, and so in that situation, wages would be higher and inflation would be higher. So in theory, maybe it's harder for nominal home prices to fall for, you know, if, if wages are going to stay, it keep it go up six, 7% continually. I mean, there's not really any way that a housing correction could last, I would think. No, but I would love I agree. To, be to say that. Um, I, I would, I would agree as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we we know where Moody's is, which is inflation's going to come down really fast, and home prices are going to buckle a little bit. Uh, it would be great to know where the wage spiral camp uh, and inflation stickier, like Larry Summers are. Yeah, that's funny. I'm, I'm there's a shirt on my board that says I use inflation to get rich. Ask me how. And I think you know I had that shirt created in 2020 because I came out the second day of the lockdown saying I know what's coming. Right. They're going to print a lot of money. Inflation is going to rear its ugly head. Go get all the cheap debt you can. And thankfully, I have receipts. So I really like that video because I nailed it. It was it was I got the receipts, baby. Um, So but I, the reason I brought this up is that you've heard George Gammon. I'm assuming, you know, George Gammon is he came out the other day and said, we're going to see a 50 percent crash in housing in real terms. To my mm. knowledge, he's the only one talking about housing in real terms. Um, yeah. And, and oh, by the way, he didn't only say, but he's like back to 2012. And oh, you, oh. Haven't a, you haven't had a chance to look at that. Oh, so I'll bring yeah. it up. We've Boy. already had 30%. Yeah. Drop. So, so where, you know, like Zandy is, is essentially we're going back to fundamentals in real terms. Uh, the 08 crash, we didn't just go back to fundamentals. We were back to fundamentals by like 2010. We went and created a new bottom in 2012. We did. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting to hear somebody say that. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to theorize, but, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a lot. It was kind of, it wasn't easy to get down to that 2012 uh, bottom in real terms. Well, th this is how I look at it, right? So again, even if you just put a stake in the ground today, the dollar's depreciated about 31% since 2012. So we're already three-fifths of the way there. It's kind of cheating. It's like, I'm going to go run a mile, but I'm going to start at lap three. Yeah, I, I guess I, would, I, I see the real terms a little differently uh, in terms of what metrics I would be looking at. Um, okay, sure. Really what I look at is the overvaluation, undervaluation study by Moody's. And okay. so getting to zero, to me, that's like the real terms, like you've mm -hmm. gone flat essentially. Okay. Um, and in 2012, we created a new bottom. We were significantly undervalued. <laughs> oh, no we question. Yes. Uh, you know, gr great time to buy though. Yeah. It, it was, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I don't know. I, yeah, I'll, I'll need to watch that video. Um, it, I'll it, send it, you the link. Question of what, what could drive us to have that, that steep of a real decline? Um, 
and inflation. Well, again, it does it 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 doesn't even have to be. It, it I mean, when you when you say real, and then you give yourself three years, four years, and again, you're starting at thirty percent. Yeah. Again, he he's already has thirty percent of the drop. Yeah. The dollar's already down thirty percent. So you don't even have to. Prices in nominal terms could be flat. Yeah. And we have five. We have what four years of five percent inflation. Bingo, bango, you've got 50%. It's pretty easy to see how you get there. Yeah. But then it's like, could we stay flat that long if incomes are growing that high? And, you know, it's all on I, rates. I mean, it's yeah. the, the beauty of, of what I keep trying to teach people is, is housing is a payment thing. It's yeah. not the price. It's not the interest rate. It's not the income. It's all three things working together. And then you could sprinkle on top of that are lenders scared or lenders greedy right because again just because you want to buy doesn't mean you will buy because right now lenders are getting skittish so it's just it's all of that people that scream price 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 that's why you missed 2020 i i kept telling people that 2020 was the second best year to buy 2012 mm -hmm. being the best it yeah. just was mathematically it was the best second best year ever it there was no it, a crash wasn't possible in 2020 yeah 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 it was it, it you know, 2020 uh, with those low mortgage rates and how much prices have gone up. And now knowing that the, you know, the Pandora box of inflation got opened up it was, yeah, it looks like it was a good time. Yeah. So now when we look at inflation, um, obviously we, we have a trend down, right? We've come down from nine, one, all the way to seven, seven. Uh, we have acceleration. I assume a lot of talking heads will talk about inflation accelerating to the downside, right? It was 0.1, then 0.2, now 0.5. Uh, these are all headline numbers. Um, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of hope that the Fed is winning and they could slower rate increases. They can collapse the margin. So all of this is leading to maybe peak rates are in and, you know, maybe we can, you know, get to a plateau and we can just start, you know, transacting again. What do you think? Uh I like to see a trend. So let, let's get a few more of these in. And another thing is I am, when it comes to inflation, I'm just very skeptical. And yeah. so many of the, the, the people that, you know, that I've trusted and so many of the, you know, you know, the, the government officials, they've been so wrong here. Um, <laughs> Amen. People on Twitter and YouTube that have probably been a little more spot on and read it, uh, which is kind of hilarious. Um, and, and so I, I guess I just want to see it. Um, there was times. So does the Fed. So does the Fed. <laughs> there was times last year when we got lower inflation readings this time, like before November. November was when we went back up a little bit. And so that's when everybody's like, oh, we do need to start rate hiking rate. Yeah. We get serious about this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah. The winter months are important. Um, oil, gas, food. There is a lot of cash in, in America. Yes. There's a lot of cash, yes. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. Financial conditions loosen, you know, up now because they see some good news. Let, let's see what happens. Yeah, at the end of the day, folks, I do not want to see the stock market race to higher highs because that'll just piss off the Fed. He'll just get more hawkish. He he's trying to create, um, you know, he wants to see he wants to see this slow down. He wants to land the plane. So don't let's not get too aggressive too fast. Yeah, and the labor market still needs to weaken more. Unfortunately, that is very true. Yeah, when he says pain is coming, that's what he means. I do think it's going to be rather consolidated uh, in in tech and finance and the real economy, generally speaking, will be hold up much better. 
Um, I just, I unfortunately think that's, that's where we're going with this. Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of, I think, uh, some of these, uh, more on the white collar side, they've overhired, um, exactly. white collar recession, I've called it. Yeah. And, and, uh, productivity started out higher during work from home initially. And I think that's because people were kind of scared of losing their jobs and felt like they had to prove themselves. It's gone down, mm-hmm. gone down. Yeah. Um, there's going to be more welcome back to the office. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lance, that's, you put a, that's opportunity yeah. for housing too. If you can kind it of is. figure out these opportunities and if there is going to be some type of shift there. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. So the good news is we're going to be talking about this every week. Where can people follow you? At news Lambert, or you can Google Lance Lambert fortune and find my stories. Awesome. Thanks brother.